Welcome to the Football Coaching Life, brought to you by Football Coaches Australia, making media the podcast people. These are the conversations, the stories and the insights of Australia's men and women football coaches, the people responsible for developing players and teams, and in the main, these stories haven't been told. We're honoured today to have one of Australia's most recognisable coaches, Joe Montemuro, with us. Joe's probably best known for his time at Melbourne City, winning a couple of championships, going through a season undefeated, and then continuing that amazing work across Arsenal with the, with the women's team in the FA's Women's Super League. Welcome, Joe, to Football Coaching Life, and a very happy New Year to you. Uh, sorry, a very happy Australia Day to you. <laughs> absolutely, later. absolutely. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, and... Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm humbled when you when you ask Gary because there's uh, you've probably interviewed some amazing people um, that have contributed to the game. Um, so uh, you know, uh, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, as I said, I hope I, I hope I keep up to the to the standards that's uh, it's already been out there by uh, put out there by some some amazing coaches. Joe, I, I, you are. I think that goes with with what everyone knows about you. You're a very humble man. You've achieved some wonderful things in coaching. You're a career coach. And and I read in a a blog piece, I think you did for uh, the Arsenal uh, website, that there's often two pathways into coaching. There's the pathway of being an elite player that rolls into quite often an elite coaching job. And then there's the career coach that doesn't necessarily have a, doesn't play for the Socceroos or the Matildas but goes away and, and, and does their journey, loves the game, and that, that evolves into coaching in some capacity, which grows and grows. And, and it's probably fair to say that that's been your coaching story so far, yeah? Yeah, I'd say, um, you know, the, the, the journey, you know, you get asked quite a lot and, uh, you know, you probably even in your journey, Gary, you know, you get asked quite a lot what, what that journey is. Is it quite, uh, is it quite uh, black and white? And it isn't. It's quite messy. So um, it's it's very very hard to sort of pinpoint, uh, you know, uh, what what that what that uh, that journey you know beholds to sort of get to, to where you, you you want to achieve. And, and yeah, look, I mean, um, I obviously wasn't never afforded to have uh, played at a high level like um, like yourself, and um, you know, to have had the the accolades as a, as a footballer was a very um, uh, sort of. Uh, I suppose um, you know, uh, average and mediocre sort of footballer, and. Um, and and I, I think the the interesting thing about that is that you you sort of embark um, on that coaching journey quite young uh, if if you still want to be involved in the game and um, I think um, you know even even having the, the little experiences that I did have in you know in the old NSL and, and having the opportunity to play a little bit in the lower leagues overseas I think um, you looked at the game differently um, and uh, and I think that that journey if, if you probably look at at, at players or, or, or coaches that um, haven't had the opportunity to um, to play at high levels, they usually embark on that journey quite young. Um, so um, yeah, you start becoming a student of the game quite quite early um, because uh, you're playing. You're playing doesn't get in the way. Put it this way. <laughs> you mentioned black and white before, and, and your youth playing and the initial part of your senior football playing career was black and white with Brunswick Juventus. Um, back in the days where like many of us, our parents migrated from Europe. We came here and so many of us found a football club that tied in with our with our heritage. Um, h- how important was being around that club and being able to play as a junior and, and then as, a, I think, a 16-year-old, get your opportunity uh, in the NSL as a, to, to, to play, to debut in the NSL at a young age? Yeah, 
it was sort of um, it was a bit of both. It was it was it was an honour and a privilege because uh, we know the um, we know what uh, you know the, the, the massive migrant contribution made to to not only not only football but to life in Australia. So it was a privilege to be to be part of that um, to, to be part of that. But it was also um, uh, I think um, really really important in terms of. Um, um, uh, being part of a, a, an exciting time, I think, in 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 football in Australia, because um, you know some of the some of the players that were were there at the time, um, you know, had 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 amazing amazing uh, careers in Europe and amazing careers uh, when they were uh, in their in their home country. So so yeah, to to, to be part of of your of, of, I suppose of of that um, that that social demographic that that's um, that. That, that immigration sort of push into in, in, in what made Australia, I think, uh, from that perspective to what it is today, but also to be to be surrounded about uh, around uh, amazing professionals um, that that had amazing careers in Europe and, and obviously had for some reason or another had to leave, especially some of the players from the from the Balkan states. Um, you know, they had to leave because of because of certain you know uh, political issues in in their country, but. But to be honoured to be part of part of them and have have learned from them and have played with with them and then a lot of the the, the British players that came over had had amazing careers. So it was it was twofold. It was uh, it was an honour, but it was also a, a real a real uh, experience and privilege to to have grown up in that in that era of football. And Joe, that organisation I think gave you your first opportunity in coaching. You went and played overseas and came back to Australia around about 28 and I think started to coach within the, the Brunswick Junior Program. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, different times, uh, leaving it um, where it was, it was a club in the, in the NSL and um, having, uh, having the accolades that it did and, and producing the, the players that it did and the and uh, and and producing the people. I mean, you know, we, we, we need to sort of not forget the the social the social interaction that we we all have as uh, uh, as friends from from our football and junior days. So um, you know, a lot of my my lifelong friends were were you know came from those that that little ground in 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 the, in the back streets of Brunswick. Um, so that was that was incredible. Um, and then to come back uh, to a club that was, was predominantly just a junior club. It didn't have a senior team, but it, 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 it factionalized into different, into different scenarios. Um, yeah. And um, like everything you, you embark on a journey that's um, that, that you, you, you love and um, you know, you hope you can, you can sort of um, instill your ideas and, um, and, and, and forever learn. How important was that first opportunity for you? Um, really important. And, and I think even the context of it, it was, um, it was, um, the ability to, to, you know, totally develop in terms of, you know, the, the group, the team, uh, your ideas to, 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 to instill, um, to instill some, some methods and, and, and ways of thinking that, um, you know, weren't, weren't there. So it was, it was all fresh and it was all new. So, um, um, there wasn't the there wasn't the pressure of um, you know having to achieve certain things. It was a club that was that was definitely in the development stage, and um, and I uh, sort of um, was was lucky enough to be part of that that ride in in, in developing um, you know my ideas. And I was able to to, to obviously make mistakes and um, and and have that um, 
have that uh, that that opportunity to keep um, keep the process going through through those errors and, and learning and and just uh, constantly developing. That that I love that being able to make mistakes. The the, the amount of times that comes up. There's no perfect coach that doesn't make mistakes, and we've all we've all made them on the journey. Through through your time as a player in those early days as a coach, was there anyone was there anyone that stood out and had the most influence on you that that, that made you go, wow, there's there is something to this coaching thing. This is something that I really want to do. Um, yeah, I think I think um, I was always very very curious and very um, very um, uh, uh, what's the word. Uh, uh, trying to uh, yeah at, at that stage you're trying to understand um what what you do and I, and, and I don't think there was a lot of influences I think I looked a lot towards um towards what made what made successful coaches successful um you know and 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 then I think in that there's an interpretation of 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 what is success you know um is it is it just uh is it just the results at the end of the week is it just uh, winning championships is it is it that you know um you know what is success and i and i think i always get get drawn back into people we're just we're just the vehicle for 11 players on a sunday that start and 20 and 20 and 20 other players to to be the best that they can be and we we're lucky enough to have that um the, the vehicle of football to to be able to to teach them a football, but life, and uh, and what it means to be to be part of uh, to be part of the group. Um, so I think uh, I think I always look towards leaders that were that that were more than football, that were leaders in um, in in with people, and and how they sustained this this ability to, to make it to make it the best place it could be. So I don't think I had I had one person, but I always looked at some um, at at people that. Um, were able to bring the best out of out of um, out of groups, you know, and it might not have been football. It could have been other. It could have been other sports. So, um, so yeah, I, I I just always keep coming back to we are in we are in, we are we are effective in in strong in strong positions to 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 affect change in in, in life, and we use football as, as the vehicle. And I think I learned that really 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 quickly. So. Um, um, yeah, so that's where it's sort of that whole idea of, 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 of the people developed. Yeah. You're listening to the Football Coaching Life, brought to you by Football Coaches Australia and making media the podcast people. We're honoured today to have Arsenal women's coach Joe Montemuro with us uh, on Australia Day here in Australia. Joe, what then is coaching? Great question. Great question. Um, I think um, um, it, it's it's the beauty of it is that it evolves. The beauty of it is that you you never stop learning. There's no there's no there's no end point. There's no end point because even the day that I'm not working as a, as the coach of a club or a national team, I think you're always you're always learning in in coaching. So so I think it's it's evolution. I think it's um, it's amazing that it evolves. Not not only not only in this constant development from from a personal from a personal perspective, but also the game changes. You know, we've seen massive change over the last eighteen months with 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 the scenario in with this pandemic. So the game the game is different. So for me, it's um, it's it's consistency of development, and probably referring back to the um, to the earlier discussion, it's it's about people. It's about um, 
how we can we can um, affect affect um, lives, how we can affect people in seeing in seeing in being in being better. So for me, it's development, and for me, it's it's people. Thanks, mate. I, I love that. In terms of your development, I know that you've got a, a UEFA A licence and a UEFA Pro licence. I think you completed both of those in Italy. You've also got an Australia A licence. You've got a Master of Sports Coaching, which you got here at the University of Queensland, and I believe you're currently doing a, a PhD in uh, sports psychology performance. So you're an intellectual in here as well. How Can I ask, was there a significant difference between studying coaching in Italy and studying coaching in Australia? Um, yeah, um, I, I think um, we we probably um, uh, got into the, the 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 how to coach in in Australia. We were we were coming up with processes on the best processes on on how to coach and and what we felt was was. Um, um, a way of, of how to do things where where I think in Europe it's more about uh, what we're coaching and and modern trends um, studying what's happening in, in defensive phases with with certain clubs or with certain teams um, so I think I think that were probably the two significant significant things there wasn't so much on on the coaching process on how we should be a coach or how we should be a leader in in Europe it was more about studying what what we're coaching um, um, which I, I think both of them have their have their have their strengths because I think some of the 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 coaching processes used in 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 the modern um, in the modern uh, um, courses in in, in Australia are, are very very significant are very very important because you know obviously the base is is probably a little bit different. To, to Europe, we, where in Europe you're probably getting a lot of people that have been in the game from a cultural perspective, that they they probably start to challenge you a little bit more in 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 uh, in what in what are the latest trends and what's happening and um, and principles and so on and so on. So so they were probably the two most significant things. Um, and I think the the best case scenario is the, is the marrying of the two, how we can find that balance. I think. The biggest thing uh, in, in in the European models is um, is that you can be you, um, and your personality is what makes you the coach that you are, and makes you the person that you are. And I think um, that that is never questioned. Um, how you get your message across, and how you believe your team should be should be put together, and how you believe you, your your coaching stimulus should be affecting the team is is important. Um, so. So I think that's that's um, one thing that I, I I really would would love to see a little bit more of is that that you are you as a, as a, as a person and uh, your way of getting your message across is 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 your personality is your is your is your strong part and um and I think sometimes when we do get involved too much in in the in the in the how to coach we we try to sometimes make we, we try to pigeonhole and probably put people in in little corridors. Fair to say that 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 in Europe maybe there isn't one way of doing it. There isn't a a right way of doing it. The right way is what you believe as a coach and your ability to get that message across to your players and teams and impact their behaviours and performance. 
Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's uh, you know it's true to say, Gary. And I, and I mean, and, and that's where you know your your beliefs and and the way you believe the game should be played and and what you what you think are your um, I wouldn't say non negotiables. What you think your your way of um, of, um, of 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 coming across is is important to you. Um, I think you've also got to got to be able to you know to be able to listen and see and, and understand what. What else is happening out there, and um, and that will affect you know your ability to to be to to, to be the coach that you are. But um, I think it's I think it's about it's about having strong beliefs, but more importantly, having those strong beliefs. Um, you know, as, as you know, you know the, the buzzwords, the philosophies, and all those are, 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 you know are bantered around quite a lot. Yeah. But for me, um, for me, um, you know, it, it's about it's about your beliefs, but more importantly, how you. How you bring your beliefs to life? How you, how do you make that everyday language? How do you how do you do it in your training exercises? How do you do it in your style of play? It's oh. that transfer from belief to to the method to the way you, you bring it across, which is which is the magic for me. Oh, I love it, absolutely love it. Um, Joe, you've had the on your journey. You've coached um, young players. You've coached youths and juniors. You've coached men. You've coached women senior men senior women um you you started with a with no license and, and now you've got your UEFA pro license and you're working at a very different level H- how has your coaching changed or developed over the journey um i use i use one one word uh, along that journey and that's and that's messiness and i think it is messy along the way it is because you 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 see things and you think oh you know i'm going to use that that's great um you know we all copy we all copy as coaches we are we are the 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 biggest uh you know copiers in the world and it's it's fantastic um you know and and you and you see it you think oh this is a great exercise it's fantastic but you you probably you probably do it. You don't even know what you're doing at times. You don't even know well what what, what exactly am I doing here, sort of thing. And, and we've all done it. And we've all done it. You know, it's mm-hmm. um it's it's great because we want the session to look good. We want the session. You know, we we're trying to impress press our players, and uh, you know, and uh, it's 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 fantastic. And 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 I, and I think that's where this this messiness idea because you sort of do things. Because you think it looks good, and you think it's about you, and I think, and you, you're trying to, you know, you're, you're trying to impress. And I think what what happens along that that journey is you start grabbing little bits and pieces, and then I think the biggest thing for me was probably about seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. I, I I sat back and I said, "What do you really believe in as a coach? What do you think are your principles in the way you want your teams to play?" And I sat back and I just did a really simple, really simple exercise, the pros, the cons, all that sort of stuff, you know, the, um, the strengths, the weaknesses. And, and there were three or four things that always kept standing out, three or four things that kept coming out. And then I just sat back and said, okay, well, how do I bring this to life? How do I make this happen? And I think the messiness was needed the, the 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 cloudiness the, the the copying the trying of this the doing of that the, the trying to be someone else um, I needed that to sort of arrive to the, the clarity that that you've got now on how you want your teams to play and how you bring that to life and I think um, that's the beauty of this journey um, because I think if you find the way straight away I think you're, you're doomed to you're doomed to fail. I think you're doomed to fail. Um, uh, I think you need that that craziness, that messiness, and 
And I think you know the, the the most successful coaches in the world. I do I do believe have have a real clarity and simplicity to the way that they defend, to the way that they attack, to the way they do things, and the way they they go about things. That their principles don't change. Yeah, they might tinker with with certain scenarios for for a game because you know you're playing against a team that they might do something different. But but the core values and the core principles are always there. And then you're able to a bring it to life, and then you're able to a uh, make your players believe that, and and the group and your staff believe that, and I, and that's where I think the magic is. So the messiness to the to the to the clarity, I think, is is the most important part of that journey. Love it, I love it. Have you do, do you have have you had a coaching mentor on your journey? Well, I studied uh, your your philosophies and ways at Altona Magic in, in that great in that great period, and and sustaining success. So, um, so I'd have to say there was there was there was there was you know there was many along the journey. There was many along the journey, and and you know, funnily enough, you know, uh, you you sort of you study you study ways and you study um, you study uh, you know uh, many 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 people. Um, but um, and and I think. The great thing about growing up in Australia, um, you know, I'm probably going off off track a little bit here. Growing up in Australia is that we we didn't have a, a, a genuine way. We had a we had, I think, an identity, but there was all different different ways and different different things that were that were introduced. So so we we're always grasping for 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 what we could grab. Um, but um, in terms of in terms of mentors, probably not. Not in football. I had I had other people that um, that in life that I I I probably um, would have, would re- revert back to um, because for me it's uh, it's it's about the people. Yeah. Um, so I think I think football was was always um, uh, the vehicle. So I, I loved I loved the the idea of um, studying what people were doing, how they were playing, how they coached, what what their ways were doing, you know, what their what their ways were of, of getting across the message. But um but I think I had more people externally um that's um from from uh, um that from a from a life perspective that I always reverted to. Yeah. You, you a mentor by job description with um Aaron De, De Dantino, have I said that correctly? Yeah. Who uh, yeah. I I'd never heard of until I was doing the research. He was obviously a, a talented young coach here in Australia. Um, have you found that because of this, um, I'm going to call it the newfound success, um, have people been drawn to you to ask for your opinion and, and, and help in, in their coaching journey or has, has you managed to avoid that right now? You're obviously very busy and need to be focused on what you're doing. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm always open to um... – to um, to discuss and discussing um, you know um, you know like we're having a discussion now yeah. I mean if, if if someone can take something away and um, and 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 assist you know um, assist their journey um, you know it, it's it's great and, and I'm always open to share um, you know training and you know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty open because um, it's probably well, I would say it's 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 egotistical I'd, I'd say it's more that um, you know I, 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 I'm more than happy for, for people to to you know use um, training methods and ways um, you know that that, that 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 are working for me um, 
um, as a as a, as a base and as a module to go forward. So um, I'm, I'm I'm always happy to to discuss um, um, and and have a discussion. As I said, I, I don't know I, I don't know uh, what what I can what I can give. Uh, that's that's the thing, but. Uh, um, but yeah, always, always happy to um, to to really um, to, to to discuss football and discuss um, discuss stuff. And, and just on that, from an official perspective, I'm doing a lot of work with uh, with UEFA at the moment as a as a as a as a mentor to um, to young coaches. So um, you know, and and to be honest, I I, I love it. Um, I love it, and I, and I love I love um, being involved in um, in uh, in coaches' education. It's something that uh, is really 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 close to my heart. Yeah, and Football Coaches Australia, you, you were very generous with your time uh, during COVID here with, with, with uh, a couple of the webinars. So, mate, all, all credit to you. In your, you, you've been a student of the game, and, and you're you're obviously um, there's an intellectual inside that very practical football head as well. Um, have you, have other sports and other other coaches from other sports influenced the way you've coached at times? Have there been learnings that you've been able to take on board? Relationships that you've built. Um, I think I think we, we always have to revert back to to what's happening in in, in the sporting landscape. Um, I, I think there are some some wonderful things happening in terms of um, leadership, uh, in terms of the way leaders work. Um, and um, but the the interesting thing is, um, you know, especially now I'm doing a, a, a PhD in. Um, in um, you know uh, sustaining sustaining success in in sporting cultures, how do teams how do teams sustain sustain ongoing success? And um, you know words that are that are bantered around our our culture, you know, and, and what culture is is really people. It's people um, because uh, you know, and, and and everyone's reverting back to the All Blacks. You know, they all want to be the All Blacks in terms of the culture and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And and I think I think um, you know it's so it's so sporadic. That you know you, you can't you can't grab one way of doing thing and put it put it in your mm. in your in your um, in your environment and, and make it work. But I think you can grab um, words. I think you can grab ways. I think you can grab ideas from from all sports. Um, so so I think I think in leadership in, in 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 creating cultures, I think it's really really important. You know, um, speaking with the sports scientists and the and the and the strength and conditioning guys, they'd probably say that they 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 grab a lot of a lot of uh, coaching, um, you know, uh, affordability to um, uh, or all the way the methods of, um, of 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 training training uh, uh, modules and uh, and training uh, stimuluses from other from other from other um, sports and, and try to bring them into football, but they they need to understand that it's always football. So, uh, like you probably have, you've probably had the, the push and pull with your uh, your your strength and conditioning and SNC guys, you know. But it but it is an important part of the game. And we have to, you have to make it work for for your environment, for your group, and that's the most important thing. But yeah, definitely, um, definitely, if you you need to look at other other sports and other and other uh, and other environments to uh, to see what they're doing, because I think it's uh, it's part of that development and growth. I'd like to dig down a little bit deeper there, because I think that's a really interesting point from the start of your coaching journey where there, was, there would have been you probably washing some bibs with uh, getting the cones carrying around the balls in your car to today where you know you used to be the leader of the team and now you're the leader of the coach of the team but you're also the leader and coach of a range of different assistant coaches and support staff 
how do you how have you found the right way to balance that and juggle that so that you can have enough influence over the 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 women that take the the park for you on the weekends yeah great question because because it has become has become crucial because now the uh the the demands on on having having other um other areas of um of expertise are huge um you know uh between between performance psychologists you know and now now you don't talk about just a doctor um you talk about a, a sports performance doctor you know um you're talking about uh, you know uh, um you know individual individual development coaches you're talking about um you know you know, not one analyst, but probably a couple of analysts. Um, and I, and I think the the biggest thing is is managing is managing the expectations and managing the the, the probably the, the egos because um, you know that's that's a, that's a huge thing. So I think there there are two big things for me. First of all, um, me as a person and and having consistency in in message is big, um, and having and having. Um, you know, a level of you know humility is another one of those words that's that in philosophy and culture that that's that's been used. You know, uh, that's uh, sort of been they've been bantered around, but having that having that consistent humility, and I think that's really really important because you know they're always going to revert to you as the as the leader. The second and probably the most important thing for me is solid beliefs, solid solid. Um, um, uh, Non-negotiable. I don't like to use that word too much, but I'm going to use it. Uh, rules that that are that always revert back to football, and and this is where you know your football beliefs are really really important um, because they have to be everything that everyone reverts back to. Everyone must revert back to. Okay, we want to play football this way. We believe it's the best way that we can be, the best that we can do, and this is how we're going to do it. And I've got my physios that believe in the way we play, my SNC or, or sports scientists or, or physical preparation, whatever the word you, you want to use, always make it a football discussion. They never make it a, um, a, 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 a we ran 15 kilometres today or 138 kilometres. It always needs to be a football discussion. How do we do that? Well, we, I, I sit down with them. I say, okay, we want to play football like this. This is what I need my athletes to, to be able to do. And you now with your expertise now have to, have to understand within the way we, we coach the football to bring out the best in them physically to be able to do what we need to do. So already you're making them believe, believe in your football, your football way. So for me, um, it always comes back to football. It always comes back to it always comes back to the core of who we are, what we want to be, how we want to play football. And then I give them the the empathy. I give each department the empathy to come up with the best way of doing what they do, but always talking our football language, always talking about how we want to play football. So they never divert. They never go somewhere else. Oh, in rugby, they're doing uh, kilometres per, per minute. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, but we play a short possession game where I need the quality of the football action to be up here 
They need to recover quickly when they lose the ball and then create another action that's really clear. I'm not worried about distances. I'm worried, I'm worried about my players doing full, good football actions in short areas and recovering quickly. Not worried. Oh, okay, so you, you, bring them, you bring them back to line. Um, you know, um, so when everyone's seeing, seeing football through that same lens, seeing football the way we want to play through that focus, it always brings my staff back into that belief. So there's the belief, how we want the game to be played, but then you have the opportunity to make your department the best that it can be within the belief that we, 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 uh, we, 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 we believe the game should be played. So we don't divert. We don't divert. And I think that's the best way. And, and for me, it's quite simple when we have discussions. It's, uh, okay, well, how does that make us a better football team in the way we want to play? And that's the question I ask. How do, so you want to bring this? No problems. How does that make us the best football team that we want to be in the way we believe football should be played? And, and I think that just brings the unity. And I, and I just call it create a football culture, ask football questions, go back to football discussions, and you reel them, you reel them back in from going away from a tangent. And I think that's... Um, that for me is, is, is paramount. Love it. I love it. You're listening to The Football Coaching Life, brought to you by Football Coaches Australia and making media the podcast people. With us today, Joe jo Montemuro, head coach at Arsenal, the Women's, uh, women's Super League team from, from the UK. Um, Joe's joined us the uh, wee small hours of the morning. Um, got snowed off on the weekend, Joe. Uh, would have been a local derby against West Ham. How um, how do you how does a a good Melbourne boy deal with um, snow in London? Uh, yeah, it, it has its challenges. It has its challenges. Um, the, um, uh, the the snow the, the actual snow was it was a relief. It was just something different um, because it's sort of been. Um, I mean, obviously with the situation uh, that we are we are in a lockdown. Um, you know, I'm I'm blessed that at least uh, you know three four. Five times a week, I can get out on the park and uh, and, and 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 coach. But uh, you know, we're we're still in a, in pretty in a pretty brutal place in terms of lockdown here at the moment, which is um, which is uh, which has affected all of us. But um, yeah, look, it's um, um, I, I, you know, I don't want to I don't want to sound like you know um, we, we're sort of used to it. Um, you know, there always there always are two or three games snowed out, or uh, or the ice the ice uh, gets gets pretty bad in, in this time uh, of the year. So uh, then it, then it all it does it just banks up towards the end of the year when we've got to we've got to play the games uh, play the games uh, you know and fit them in between an FA Cup or a League Cup or a Champions League game. So it's uh, it becomes uh, it just becomes uh, it becomes uh, you know, just a bit of a, a back a backfall of, of games, but mm. um, all part of the fun. How how have you found coaching through this time of COVID, you know, I don't think it doesn't matter what sort of qualifications or studying you've done. It's been so new and unique. How have you, how have you dealt with that? How has the team dealt with it? How has the, how do you build team unity when you, you just don't spend anywhere near as much time together? Yeah, I think Gary, the, the word, the word unique is, um, is, is, is spot on. Um, and it's unique. Um, but also we can, we can really, we can really learn off this because we've all had to become very creative. We've all had to be, um, you know, really, really, really different in 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 the way we go about things. And 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 it starts for me from the the real the real basic things. I mean, um, you know, with all the protocols of of testing, um, with the uh, 
the 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 inability of of even just having a um, a discussion, you know, with three or four players um, before training, with uh, pulling a player aside after after training and just saying, hey, let's have a chat because we we've got limited time on the pitch. We have to get on at a certain time. We have to get off at a certain time. Um, so even just the way we set up, we set up, um, you know, the, the training, we can't get on, you know, half an hour earlier or an hour earlier because, um, you know, there are certain strict guidelines of when we can get in, when we can get out, um, you know, uh, a, a, a video presentation is cut down to, you know, you know, six, seven minutes, uh, 10 minutes, you know, mine were never long anyway, uh, but, uh, you know, you can, you can't have individual um, discussions with players uh, on video after training. Um, you know, even even my routine of going to my favourite coffee place before uh, <laughs> before before training. You know, that's that's gone. You know, um, the, the the staff getting together after after a match and, and having a having a having a glass of wine at, at our fav- at our local uh, at our local pub. You know, that that's gone. So. You know, and 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 I say that you know, and, and, you know, we all smirk about it and stuff like that. But they are, that's all part of the, it's all part of the package of what we do. That's been stripped away. That's gone. Um, so, so the training now, the the attitude and the and the way that players come to training is different because they don't, they can't even just have their normal routine in the morning. Um, so now the training has to be has to be probably a little bit different. Has to be a little bit more. You know, jovial and fun, and 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 to get what you need out out of the session um, has to be a little bit more because um, you know they've only got that hour and they're looking forward to that hour or hour and a half, um, you know, of the day. So so we've had to be very 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 creative, and um, and I think there's there's been some really good learning. There's been some really good learning on on even our our training approach to not you know that we've only got limited time that we've only got limited limited uh, sort of uh, resources and restrictions, uh, you know, that we, we need to adhere to. So we, we've had to change even, even the, 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 the stimulus of getting the information in at a, at a little bit more with a little bit more within the, within the restricted time. So um, it, it has affected us all. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, um, I'll talk about, you know, the, the playing, playing in front of, um, you know, three three people and and four you know and four and four groundsmen you know it's uh it's uh you know it's not great it's not great it's not great it's it's affected um you know and it really makes you 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 understand the importance of fans and crowds and uh, and the people and um and the people associated with football so there has been creativity and and a definite appreciation of of what we do thanks why do you do it joe why do you coach I ask that question every every day. You know? <laughs> um, uh, it's. I think the the biggest the biggest buzz that I get is, um, and I'll use I'll use an example. Um, I I was in I was back in Melbourne. I think it was in in March, and I got this this random call this random call from and I, and I answered and I go hi I'm I'm uh, I'm such and such player. Um, you coached me in 1998 at Brunswick Juventus. We had this great under 18 team, and and I was just thinking about you the other day, and 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 the effect you had on, you know, on 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 just the way I, I run my business. Um, I'm I'm now you know da, 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 I'm running this business, and just some of the way the way you used to go about things, and 
and it really it really affected me. Now I've got kids and so on and so on. And I think I think it's that. I think it's I think it's those those little moments that um, make you make you appreciate um, you know that that you you have an effect in in your demeanor, in your language, in in what you do. And and I think if you use that, if you use that um, for the betterment of someone, if you use that for the betterment of of um, you know someone learning or taking some life skill within their life uh, with, with for them for the rest of their life, that's going to make them a better person. I think that's that's the reward. And um, you know, every day I get the opportunity to to use the vehicle of, of football, which which we love, um, to to to. To teach and to and to make someone better, I think that's that that's the biggest reward for me. Um, and and I'll use the same the same um, you know uh, uh, analogy I used in an, in an earlier discussion with you, Gary. It, it it when does it end? It never ends. It it just you, you can you can be involved in the game, um, you know, wh- whenever, whatever, however, and and that's what I love about it. Um, you know, it never ends. You know, if this gets taken away from me tomorrow, um, you know, um, great, fantastic. But um, you know, we'll, we'll, there'll always be a, a learning process. You know, by watching a game or just going to watch a training session or or just reading a book or, or seeing how uh, a coach does something or seeing how a leader does something. It's just that constant quest of development. Football for life, growing people. Just love it, mate. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm a lived in London for the first 15 years of my life and I'm a, a locked-on Chelsea FC fan and unfortunately this morning Frankie um, uh, Frank Lampard's been dismissed part of the part of the life as a coach how important do you think is it for coaches to develop resilience if they're going to make a, a career of it it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's gotten it's gotten harder and harder with the the onset of social media and the access of of um, of uh, the uh, the the floating floating opinions of of everybody. Um, and and um, it's uh, it's uh, it's probably the the word that um that that needs to be you know your your bread and butter as as um as a as a as, as a coach and and i and i and i i think it's it's probably even more difficult for for younger coaches that are that are probably affected uh by the comments of of the greater public of the greater fans um of of uh, people who you know, have have agendas and and so on and so on. So, it's it's definitely become a lot more difficult. It's and and then and the higher you go, the more the more exposure you have, the more um, the more um, you know, uh, uh, I suppose um, um, scrutiny you, you you put up with. And and it's really interesting because I I I think the the biggest thing. You, that you probably have to understand coming into the game these days is that your your tenure is probably a lot shorter than than what um, what it was 10 15 years ago in the in the days of the Vengas in the days of the of the Fergusons um, where they were building they were building whole of club um, processes they weren't building just a football team um, and that's why we need to applaud 
you know, the, the great the great people of that of that generation because they they've they've created that platform for for other other industries to flourish within within the within the game. Um, so um, I think there is a there is a there is a there is a a, a big pressure nowadays um, um, on because of the opinions um, and and I think it goes back to resilience. But I also think it goes back to your your beliefs and and what you what you what you believe success is. What is success to you? What does it mean? Is it is it player development? Is it style of football? Is it just results? Is it um, min uh, win win loss ratio? What what does it mean to you? What does football mean to you? And I think what happens on that journey is that for me. For me, it's the it's the it's the style, it's the way. Uh, for me, is is huge. Um, I, I gauge my 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 ninety minutes after a game as 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 what have we achieved in terms of in terms of our in, in terms of the way I I want to I want the game played. Um, so and I'm solid I'm solid with that. I'm I'm very very um, I'm very very um, you know probably hard headed on that. Um, and, and look, let's let's not let's not shy away from the fact that I've 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 had I've been blessed with with some some great teams and some great athletes um, and some you know some some really important important jobs, but um, you know you have to be resilient. You have to be resilient in um, in your beliefs more than more than just surviving in the game. And I think that's that's really really important. Yeah. Thanks, mate. With with some of those great teams and players, what have been some of your most enjoyable moments? Ah, yeah. There's there's been there's been many. There's been there's been many. Um, you know, uh, I, I think um, you know it, it all it all it all started. Um, I suppose with with you know uh, teams that. Uh, that I had in the in the old uh, Victorian Premier League and the and the MPL. I mean, um, even even places like, you know, um, you know George Cross and, and Green Gully and, and South Melbourne. Um, we had some we had some amazing times, and um, and I think I think th- it's really interesting because you you assess them, and it was it was making making things happen with with very little. You, you had you had little. You had. You know, um, and, and again, I, I can only make the comparisons of, of, of you know of what I've got now and of what what we, we can we can access now and, and so on. But even just just little things, um, you know, uh, some of the games, some of the people, um, you know, um, I, 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 there's so many, there's so many, there's so many. But but I think that the the fact that um, I think one of my biggest um, uh, landmarks and achievements is that I, I can, I can, I think I can walk away from from every job. I, I, I hope so. I, well, no one's told me so. From every job, having um, having sort of maybe maybe left something that that someone else can can take as a baton to to make better. Um, and I can I can always go back to well Chaplain Reserve doesn't exist anymore. I can go back to uh, to those places and 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 say hello to people. And I think that's that's probably my biggest achievement that um, I haven't I haven't left in an acrimonious or bad way. I've always left it in a in in a in a in a I wouldn't say a better state, but a, but in a way where I can always go back there and um, you know and, uh, and hopefully uh, hopefully say hello to people. Good on you. 
You're listening to The Football Coaching Life, brought to you by Football Coaches Australia and the podcast people, uh, Making Media, the podcast people. You're listening to the, the wisdom, passion and honesty of Joe Montemuro, head coach at Arsenal Women, who play in the FA Women's Super League. Joe, we're on the, the downhill run now. A, a few more questions to go. and We've really appreciated your time today. Can I ask you, what are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned as a coach? Yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant question. That's a brilliant question. Um, I think um, uh, be, uh, be, uh, be be honest. Um, be honest. Um, I think you know the hard discussions are usually the best ones. Are usually the ones that um, that um, um, are the ones that you get the most value out of. Um, so, so learn, learn to have the hard discussions, learn to have the, the, the honest discussions. Um, I think, I think selflessness is probably the biggest one for me that it's, that it's important to do something or do something for someone or a group of people and, and not want something back, um, I think that's probably the biggest thing because everything that we do in coaching, everything that we do in our in our in our amazing profession has has to be selfless. Because if you want if you want rewards for everything that you you do, um, then I think you've picked the wrong the wrong uh, the wrong um, uh, industry. Um, because we do we do so many so many things, but. Um, we, we can't sit there and waiting all hey, you know I've designed the best session in the world I should be out you know I should be uh, rewarded for that well hang on buddy you know you 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 know but selflessness is, is huge for me and, and selflessness also is, is, is a word that I that I try to instill um, with my players because you know I'll use a really really simple and banal analogy you know the, you know a, a wide player may ha- may have to make a May have to make this run 14, 15, 16 times, but you might not get the ball. The pass might be into the into the striker because that's the better pass for us to probably create a goal scoring opportunity. But they need to understand that that run is for the team, and it's 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 an important uh, it's an important aspect for something else to happen. You're not going to get the rewards for making that run, but. But you need to understand that as a as a collective, it's an important part of what you do. So, so un, un, until you learn to be selfless, uh, I don't I, I don't think you can reach the heights um, reach the heights uh, that you you want to as a coach and as a, and as a footballer. So that's probably the biggest the biggest lesson. So following on from that, what does success look like? Success. Um, uh, looks looks like um, uh, an internal an internal gut feeling that you know that you've done the right thing by yourself and by everyone and you can you can walk away from from that saying you know what I did the best and most honest and the right thing um, in in every session in every discussion in every in every plan, in every um, in every approach, that I know that um, um, you know uh, that I can walk away from something knowing that I've done that, and that for me is is success. Love it. You've got 
um, a few Aussies on your staff. You got one 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 on your off field yeah. staff, and then uh, Caitlin Ford, Steph Caitley, and Lydia Williams on your on your team. Anything planned for Australia Day? I don't even know if you can get together, but is there a, <laughs> anything happening in London for the Aussies well, we, and we, Arsenal we, women? We can't get together, but uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get some virtual something going. Um, yeah, but uh, they've been uh, they've been absolutely brilliant, you know, and it's 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 such a it's such an honour to coach them and give them the opportunity in um, you know in 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 these in these uh, in these uh, environments, you know, against some of the best teams and players in the world um, to show you know how um, you know how important you know some of the some of the players we have in Australia and um, you know hopefully we we can give them the exposure to the to the best in the world and um, you know it's 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 a great honor for me to give them that and and to and and for them to be to be part of this um, to this to this uh, really exciting time yeah um, Lydia's got a wonderful story I think on the on the Arsenal website this morning in in my own words is that that's on the Arsenal website, I think. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. I haven't yeah, seen it. R- remarkable read about her, her life, her journey as a, as a young Australian growing up with a, a mum and dad. Wonderful stuff. Final question, Joe. If you could talk to Australian coaches, well, coaches around the world, this is a podcast, who knows who's going to listen to it, what would be one final piece of wisdom you'd leave them with? Wisdom, uh, the philosophy of the wise man, huh? <laughs> wow. Sage-like. Um, wow, wow. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I think, I think um, um, use, use your personality and your, your beliefs and your, your character to be you. Be you as a coach. Um, um, don't, don't be someone else. Um, and, I, and I think um, you, you'll find... You'll find um, that um, that honesty and, um, and 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 true to yourself will come out in your coaching, and and once that comes out, then then the people around you will believe in in, in the way you go about things. So um, I think I think that's that's um, uh, something that uh, I think uh, is very very important in your journey. Thanks, Joe. Just remarkable. Appreciate your honesty uh, and your passion there. The, there's a wealth of learning for us coaches uh, back here in sunny downtown Australia. You're listening to The Football Coaching Life, brought to you by Football Coaches Australia and Making Media the Podcast People. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, if you want to learn more about Football Coaches Australia, please go to footballcoachesoz.org.au where you can buy a membership, you can renew a membership. And at the end of all that, Joe Monomuro, thank you. You've been a star. Thanks, Gary, and and I must applaud you on uh, on the way you've uh, you've said my second name. Unbelievable. <laughs>